Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, on a serious note, this episode we are talking about a very serious topic, and that is the Jeep Hackers. Because they're back at it again with the Jeeps and the steerings and the braking systems. Yes, let's just roll the intro. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Damn, Ben. Back at it again with the white Jeeps. I don't know. (laughs) So long-term podcast listeners will be very much aware of the fact that we talked about a Jeep that got hacked a little while ago now, a few episodes back. How many episodes back was it, Martin? Um, It must be about four. Yes, you're right, Martin. Yeah, <laughs> episode seven. Episode seven, Ben, we last covered this topic. So quite an age ago now. So let's just re- recap for anyone who hasn't listened to that episode or has forgotten, which is fine. If you've forgotten, that's all right. You know, last year... Uh, Miller and Valasek, two basically cyber security hackery people, um, decided that they could take remote control of a Jeep's digital system over the internet. So they, after that, they basically kind of got a little bit of a job at Chrysler and they helped Chrysler add a patch so that you weren't able to take control of the Jeep over the internet. So it could be done remotely. And now the two work for uber as well so they've kind of got some nice jobs out of it so you know they've kind of benefited but like i said they're back at it again at the black hat security conference later this week automotive cybersecurity researchers charlie miller and chris valasek will present a brand new arsenal of attacks against the same jeep that they hacked last time so like we said they hacked remotely into a car and paralyzed it on the highway i-64 while it was driving in traffic uh, they were even able to disable the car's brakes but only at low speed uh, they sent a carefully crafted message on the vehicle's internal network known as a can bus um so they uh basically rather than doing it remotely they've managed to directly now plug into this can bus so if, if they were directly like connected to the network they are now able to fully steer the vehicle and take over the brakes at any point at any time they can turn the wheel a full 180 degrees yes a bit worrying martin first thoughts well i think you took the words right out my mouth that's that is very worrying um i can just imagine you just doing your normal drive maybe getting some uh, shopping all of a sudden your car just turns off into the road and goes into a bush and that's it you know, it's quite a scary world we now live in with this sort of stuff. As cars get more complicated and more high tech, they have to be more sophisticated in the security. And we've said this before, and I still say this again. Companies need to keep up with this thing. It's not good enough to say, oh, we didn't know it could happen and we didn't know it would happen. It will happen if it's possible to happen. If there is any any minuscule little hole in your wall of security, that wall will slowly become a crack and that crack will slowly make the whole wall fall down. So you need to be really on top of it. So last time, like we said, that helps improve the security. However, it's still possible for this internal hack to happen even on patched Jeeps. So 
hopefully they listen and hopefully other companies listen as well and take on board this because it's a little bit scary all right at the moment it's only intern it's only land stuff but let's say now they know that this is possible on the jeep they might find another car that they can then end up doing this whole thing remotely and you know this is a big concern this is a big problem as cars are getting more like electric, you know, as you see more electric cars on the road. We talk about automated cars, you know, we've talked about that plenty on the podcast. It's all we talk about is automated vehicles. But a lot of that stuff relies on talking to the vehicle and the vehicle communicating via the internet to other systems and other people and other things. And, you know, if it's possible for, you know, a consumer car like a Jeep, you know, it's not saying it's impossible for it to happen on other vehicles. And it's really worrying. This is really early days for a lot of this technology. And we don't want it to have a massive, you know, pardon the pun, car crash right at the beginning. Obviously, it is a serious uh, topic here that we're talking about. And as Ben says, as cars are getting more advanced, obviously got to have safety measures to match that. It's it's all well and good having like, the most top-of-the-line uh, transportation at your fingertips, but if it's easy to be hacked and other people can uh, control it and makes it unsafe, then what's the point? People are then going to see that this is happening and they're not going to come to you for your business. They're not going to come for you for your um, your cars and that puts you out of the business. And, you know, this is concerned by many people. Carl uh, Kosher, a researcher at the University of California at San Diego, who found one of the first car hijacking techniques from GM's OnStar in 2010, said that there will almost certainly continue to be remote vulnerabilities in the future. And the work of uh, Miller and Valasek uh, shows, as, as said by Carl Kosher himself, if you can get on the right canvas through those vulnerabilities, you can use these techniques to pretty much take dramatic control over the vehicle. And uh, videos on the internet of this dramatic steering attack or acceleration attack or braking attack. And I mean, you know, if you're in that car and let's just say, you know, you're driving down a long motorway and you've been driving for a while, you're already starting to zone out, but we're a tiny, tiny bit. That attack coming out of nowhere, you have no chance, no chance. A car will go in the back of you, you'll accelerate in the car in front of you, you'll lose control, you'll steer into a verge, you'll steer into a barrier. Like, it's a serious attack, more than likely at fast speeds could cause death. And that's very serious. And also, um, like, let's just say you hit someone and the police come over, you can't just say, oh, my car just did it, because they're not going to believe that, you know. They can't prove it, yeah. There's there's not an easy way of proving it. Like, And you might even doubt yourself. Let's be honest. Let's say if you're an unsure driver anyway, you might, in the back of your mind, if your car suddenly sped up for no reason, in the back of your mind, you might actually have gone, did my foot slip onto the accelerator harder than I thought I did? Was I not paying attention? Actually, was I just looking at my phone at that point? People get so distracted in cars these days. They have in-car entertainment, smartphones, chatting to people next to you like tesla for instance with their auto drive thing where basically it can take the control of the car for you completely on like motorways and things like that i mean you know it comes to the point where it's just like you're so like you're so relaxed by the car and by everything it can do and all this stuff and all the technologies around you that you know if something did happen like that you might not even believe yourself that someone else did it you know it's quite a hard thing to believe for a lot of people who uh, you know, uh, 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 gen the general public who maybe they aren't that tech focused. A clean house is a sign of a broken computer. Pixel Podcast. So let's go to 101 of how this attack really works to just give the people who maybe are a bit interested or to hopefully maybe, I don't know if you're a car manufacturer listening, hello, maybe send us a car, maybe not. Anyway, let's explain how this works. 
Instead of focusing on the initial wireless foothold, this time Miller and Valasek wanted to bypass a set of safeguards deeper in the vehicle's networks. Vehicle CAN network's components are designed to resist certain dangerous digital signals. The diagnostic mode that Miller and Valasek used to disable the Jeep's brakes, for instance, wouldn't work at any speed above five miles per hour, and the automatic parking assist feature they used to turn its steering wheel only worked when the vehicle was in reverse and traveling at the same low speeds. But Miller and Valasek have now found techniques to bypass some of those safeguards with disturbing results. So, Let's go deeper, here's how their attack really worked. Instead of merely compromising one of the so-called electronic control units or ECUs on the target's car's CAN network and using it to spoof messages of the car's steering or brakes, they also attacked the ECU that sends legitimate commands to those components, which would otherwise contradict their malicious commands preventing their attack. By putting that second ECU into boot ROM mode, the first step in updating the ECU's firmware that a mechanic might use to fix a bug, they were able to paralyze the innocent ECU and send malicious commands to the target component without interference. A quote here says, you have one computer in the car telling it to do one thing and we're telling it to do something else. Essentially, our solution is to knock the other computer offline. Martin, have you seen Age of Ultron? Of course. It, does it remind you a bit of that? You've got Ultron, like you've got Jarvis sort of saying, no, 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 you can't do this. And Ultron goes, shh, and just shuts him down and then can do what he wants. Is, is it a bit like that? Just a little uh, bit? Now that you say it like that, now that you say it like that, then yes, it, it definitely reminds you very uh, Age of Ultron-esque. Is it weird that I'm just a tiny bit excited by that fact? I'm just worrying, Ben. Are you a hacker by any chance? <laughs> No, but I just like it sometimes when films are actually quite right, especially sci-fi films are quite right and these things are clearly possible. But, uh, you know, let's summarise now. I think the whole point of us talking about it is to make the public aware so that if you're buying a car next time, you should be asking these companies what they're doing in terms of security. It should be a talking thing. You know, if you went to buy a house, you'd ask what the neighbourhood's like and, you know, whether there was security in the in the property, you know, you, 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 has it got proper locks, has it got this to stop intruders getting in? And I think as cars get more sophisticated, that's something that we should start doing. Not just how secure is it from physical people from entering, but how secure is it and what are the company doing to actually stop virtual people from getting in. And I think it is really important. And I don't think people now these days can turn a blind eye to it, especially members of the general public and the companies making it. I think everyone needs to start asking these questions because, you know, the sooner the general public start asking these questions all the time, that's when the companies are really going to start listening and making it a first priority. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Get a life. I'm a gamer. I've got plenty of lives. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We love all of you that tune in every week and show us so much support and love. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you can check us out on Twitter. We're really pushing this at the minute because we really want people to get involved in the conversation and follow us. We will start tweeting more, I promise. It's at Pixel Podcast. But just send us a lovely tweet about one of the topics, what your thoughts and opinions is. We'll come back with an opinion or maybe even read your comment out on air as well. And with that, thank you for listening. Thank you to Martin. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure always, Ben. It is a definitely a pleasure, Martin, as always. And don't forget, you can read out more on these topics on the Abrupt Audio website. That's abruptaudio.com forward slash pixel. Abrupt Audio are the producers and owners of this podcast and make many other great podcasts just like it. You can check out more of them at abruptaudio.com. Don't forget as well, you can take us on the go. If you've got an iPhone, you can download us on the podcast app. If you are an Android user, we love you as well. You can also find us on the Stitcher app for Android. 
So with that, thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G-G-N-O-R-E.